Hello, and welcome to the Leader Life Podcast. I'm Brittany Watson, the host of the Leader Life Podcast, and I'm back for episode number eight. I want to talk about fear today. Um, I feel like at some point of life, what Whatever walk of life you may be in, whatever level of influence you may have, whatever is your level or area of expertise, at some point, we have all had to conquer or have allowed it to conquer us, fear. We've allowed fear to conquer us or we have stood face to face with fear and have conquered everything that it has it has tried to bring towards us. Um, when I'm talking about fear, um, I just want to define it. Um, I'm referring to um, fear being in an, in an unpleasant emotion that is caused by the belief that something is dangerous, that something is a threat, or that something can bring upon pain or can cause some sense of pain. And I feel that oftentimes what I've noticed is that what we are most fearful of or the things that hold us back, the things that we can't tend to get the courage to stand up against are usually those things that are connected to what God has called us to do and be in this earth. So for me, for an example, I mean, I grew up fearful of everything. I just remember even um, as a young child, I would be super fearful of things coming out of my closet and um we know that some of this stuff, I probably was open to too many things at an early age. Um, so, but however the doorways, whatever the doorways may have been for fear, we have all had to uh, encounter or deal with this. So I grew up super scared, super fearful. I was scared to talk to people. I was scared to engage. I was scared to public speak um, or to speak publicly. I was afraid to sing. I love to do these things. I love to talk. I was born talking. Um, my dad used to call me mouth almighty because I literally love to talk. Um, but there was something about when I had to get around people who I was not familiar with that this, that, that spirit of like fear and anxiety would just completely consume me. And I would, I was a type that get like, my hands would get super sweaty and I would just completely freak out or even singing. I love singing. I love doing it. That was something that when I was at home, me and my family, me and my brother, we would sing and write songs and just I just love doing these things, but the moment that I had to do it publicly, I would cry or I would get completely nervous and the quality of my voice would be totally different from what, like you wouldn't even know that I was able to actually sing because the fear would overwhelm me and overtake me so bad. And I think it's so interesting because the moment that I said, okay, I'm gonna live for God. I'm gonna, I, I just wanted all that God had for me and I just wanted all of God. I just wanted all that he was with no hidden motive, with no hidden agenda. The moment that I went full in with God and decided that this was the life that I was going to live, um, all of those fears, I had to face them. So I remember it wasn't even like, you know, I remember just deciding to do stuff. Like I was super scared, but I would never say no. Like I was scared to do things, whether it be speak or things at church or even just even outside of church, like I was super afraid, but I got this like holy boldness once I began to journey with God that I would just confront every fear that I had, everything that I feared, everything um, that once held me back. I just decided to go full in. So, and I believe um, from those moments of never backing down from those things that completely terrified. When I tell you pee in my pants terrified, 
pee in my pants terrified, okay? But I decided that I was not going to allow these things to stop me from being who God had called me to be. And it's so amazing that now that I look back, those things that used to hold me back, they no longer hold me back. And it's so crazy that the very things that the enemy tried to scare me out of doing were the very things that God had called me to do, were the very things that God had created me to do. I would have never thought that I would be a pastor. Um, I would have never thought that I would actually enjoy communicating and enjoy speaking and enjoy singing and enjoy teaching and training people. I would have never thought in a million years because I was so shy. I was such a shy person um, that I never fully tapped into that thing because I allowed the enemy to close my mouth, to shut me down and just to tell me, no, you're shy. You don't do these things because this type of stuff intimidates you. And I just think that we as women, at some point, we all have to face our fears, whether it be public speaking, whether it be you having to be around people that you're not used to, or whether it be you being in circumstances that are not ideal, whatever the case may be, at some point, you're going to have to boss up and you're going to have to decide to no longer allow fear to keep you bound. More than likely, the thing that you are most fearful to do, the things that you're most fearful of are the things that are directly connected to why God created you in the first place. And if you go back and you begin to assess your life and you begin to see, okay, I was scared of this and I was scared of that. Um, just, and I'm not talking about, oh, you're scared of the boogie monster in your closet because you watched a scary movie. Um, I'm not talking about those type of fears, but I'm talking about fears of things that you are completely passionate about. Things that you really want to do. Things that maybe you're a poet and you love creating and or whatever. Maybe you're an artist and no one never knows it because you're too afraid to share the things that you actually create whatever it may be I think that this is the great time this is a great year to begin to face all of those things that are holding you back the moment that I began to face all of these things that were holding me back was the moment that I received the greatest breakthrough of my life when I tell you that I never knew identity like I know it now now that I don't allow the things that scare me the most to stop me I've never known a more um a, I've never been in a more a solidified place in my identity everything that I do in this season more than likely are things that I have been completely terrified to do that I just made up in my mind that I was going to do it and people were going to either like it or they were not but I was no longer going to allow the time I was no longer going to allow my life to keep passing me by and me to not do what I have been passionate about my entire life the thing about it is fears just create a false reality we're afraid of things that we don't even know. We don't even know why we're afraid of them. I was afraid of people that I probably would never see again. It's public speaking or delivering speeches or whatever. I probably would never see these people people again. So their opinions of me truly didn't even matter. But I had let those things consume me because I was so self-conscious. I was so insecure that I allowed those fears to make my insecurities way louder than the voice of God. And I truly believe that we as women have to get to the place that we are decided, that we are going to be all that God has called us to be, fearful or not, scared or not. I truly believe that this is a season for us to boss up and do everything that we were once afraid of. Even if you're still afraid to do it, do it afraid. And I truly believe that the moment that you begin to do things afraid is the moment that you begin to see those weights and those anxieties and that a panic attacks that consume you in those moments, I truly believe that those things will begin to fade away. 
but we got to do something. We often pray, Father, don't let me be afraid of this or take away this fear or whatever the case may be. But I, but, but, but when it comes to fear, I truly believe that we have a part to play. We can no longer just say, okay, God, take this away. But the moment that you have to face what you've been praying for, you back down from it. You either believe that God has empowered you to overcome these obstacles and to overcome this fear or you don't. And sometimes we're waiting for years and we're waiting for years and years years and months and seasons have gone and seasons have passed and we see people doing stuff that we are passionate about we see people doing stuff that we can do but we allow fear to stop us from doing it because we are actually insecure and because we don't believe in the affirmation that God has already given us God has already validated us as women to do what he has created you to do to be what he has created you to be the only thing that's stopping us is ourselves. It's all in your head. It's all in our head. Every insecurity, it's all in your head. Every fear, it's all in your head. Most of the time we open ourselves up to fear because we begin to hear other people's stories and we begin to, I never forget. So um, I used to be super duper afraid of, of having a child. Of, of I always dreamed of having a child. Like I knew eventually I would have a child, but I always feared how the child would have to get here. And it's so interesting that when I had my daughter, I had to literally face every fear that I had going into it. So my pregnancy was completely full of grace. Like I had no sickness, thank God. I had no abnormal anythings. Um, throughout the whole nine, 10 months, whatever you want to call it, um, I had no complications. I It was just full of grace, full of peace. Like I literally felt just the peace of God. But it was a day when it was time for me to go into labor. Okay. <laughs> and I don't know what happened. I think that I begin to take my gaze off of God and begin to focus on like, okay, this is actually about to happen. Like she has to get here now. The cute clothes and the cute pictures that goes away. And at this point I have to make a decision like, okay, how she going to come out. And I never forget being in the hospital. I always said that I was going to do a natural birth. I don't want no epidural. I don't want none of this stuff. And it wasn't, here's the thing. I don't think it's nothing wrong with wanting to do natural births and wanting all those natural things. But my case, in my case, me making those decisions or saying these things were, it was because I was afraid. I was fearful because I've heard stories of epidurals or I was fearful because I've heard all these horror stories of what happened to people when they had C-sections or all of these horror stories. And I've allowed, and I allowed that stuff to make me fearful of it and not, and not, not make decisions based upon what I just felt was healthiest, but I made decisions based upon what I was afraid that could potentially happen to me. And it's so crazy because I truly believe that God has a sense of humor because the moment that I went into the hospital, I had to face every fear. So, you know, those contractions, they were no joke. Um, I started off like, yeah, no, take me to the hospital right away. It was no waiting at home for me. It was none of that. Like, take me to the hospital. This is a bit much kind of unbearable. Got to the hospital. The contractions were getting so intense for me. I'm like, give me an epidural. That was my biggest fear. The biggest fear that I had, I had to make a decision, okay, you're going to do this because you don't know how how bad this can possibly be, especially because that was my first child. I had no clue of what to even expect. And I had to face that moment. I'm like, okay, I'm going to do an epidural. When I faced it, and I'm not saying by no means get an epidural, do a natural, whatever God tells you to do, do this, do, do that. But I'm talking about me having to conquer fear. And so I went on, I did the epidural. 
And it was a piece of cake. And I was like, whoo, thank you, Jesus. I conquered that thing. Next thing you know, it was time for me to push. I'm literally pushing my baby out. And she was breached. She would not turn. And they could not turn her. So what did I have to do? I had to get an emergency C-section. So, of course, everything. I, I was su- I've been super duper fearful of any type of surgery. Thank God I've never had to do any of that prior to having my daughter. But I had to get rushed into emergency surgery to get her out. And those two things, that epidural and that C-section, I had to face both of those things. And I truly believe that if those things were not like major, major fears of mine, I probably would have never had to even go through it. But this is how God works with me. Um, He knows that he's created me to do some major stuff and fear cannot have a grip on me, cannot have a hold on me. So every season of my life, almost everything that I've ever was intimidated by, everything that I was probably insecure of, everything that I was most fearful of, God has put me into a position to make a decision to either allow it to overwhelm me and to overtake me or to overtake it. And I have decided and has been the most beautiful journey ever to conquer all of my fears. Is it easy? Absolutely not. Because most days I be want to be like, <laughs> screw you in those fears. I'm cool in my little box. I don't care if I do, you know, what I'm called to do. That's part of me. But then on the other half of me is like, I don't want to waste my time. I don't want to waste God's time. His time of creating me, his time of developing me and cultivating and forming me and, cre- and, and ordaining me for such a time as this to be alive, to be born, to be a solutionist to my generation. I don't want to waste his time by allowing the enemy to make me be so fearful that I never tap into what he's called me to be, what he's called me to do, who he's called me to engage me in, what platforms he's called me to grace. I don't want to stop or to, um, uh, to, to, to stop growing or to stop or hinder someone else from coming into the knowledge of who God is because I'm afraid. I truly believe that we have to get to the place that we are more in tune with what God has declared, more in tune with what God has spoken over us than we are in tune with what fear has said to us. Because most of the time, Fear has created this false reality of stuff that we've heard and not that we've experienced. Yet we've experienced the goodness of God. Yet we've experienced how he has consistently brought us out. How he's how, how he has uh, consistently allowed us the grace and empowered us to overcome every obstacle. But we will we're, we're, we're rather ride on fear on our belief of something that could potentially do. When we have seen God and we know God to do. We got to get to this place because at the end of the day, so many people are waiting on you. So many people are waiting on you to get over yourself, to get out of your head. Because what happens is sometimes we're so fearful of certain things or we're so insecure of certain things. And what happens is sometimes we get around people and we begin to try to project our fears, project our insecurities on other people. When in fact, it's nothing wrong with the other people, but it's something wrong with you. Because you haven't made up in your mind to face the challenges that God has placed before you to create something beautiful in you. Fear has to lose its grip on you. In order for you to be who God has called you to be, in order for you to grow, in order for you to mature, in order, let's check this out, in order for you to even be in relationship with certain people, with certain kinds of people, and for you to walk into certain types of rooms, There has to be an overcomer in you that will say no to fear and yes to God. 
that would say, screw you fear, yes to you, Lord. The moment that we can get to the place that we believe what God says about us, we declare his word over us. We understand that he has not given us the power of fear, but he has given us a sound mind, a way of thinking, a place of thinking soundly that we can process and we can decipher between the voice of God and the voice of the enemy, the voice of purity and the voice of fear. This is what God has gifted us. He has gifted us peace. He has gifted us a sound mind, a mind to properly dissect what is of him and what is not. Fear is connected to your purpose. What you are most fearful of, I guarantee you, it is connected to why God created you. It is connected to the solution that you are supposed to bring to this era. It is connected to what you are supposed to be to these people that are currently alive today. If we keep allowing fear to stop us, the fear of man, the fear of what people are going to think, the fear, the fear of their perspectives and perceptions of what you are creating or what you are uh, developing. If we can, if we continue to allow fear to stop us, we'll never be how great he has called us to be. Fear has a goal, right? Fear has a goal. Fear's goal is to move you from your identity. Fear's goal is to stop you from understanding who God has created you to be. Because if we know and we are fully um, solidified in who God has called us to be, when fear arises, we can laugh at it and we can shut it down because we know what God has said about us. This is where we are. This is what God has created us to do and be. We can't be these little weak Christians that pray, Lord, please help me. Lord, please help me. But you're not ready to rise to the occasion with the grace and the power that God has empowered you to have to face all of these things. I truly believe in this season, in this year, let's not have fear Um, uh, control us any longer how about you control fear how about you tell fear is rightful place how about you tell fear who and what and whose you are how about you don't allow fear to stop you from doing the things that you are completely passionate about how about you not allow fear to stop you from entering into a new level a new tax bracket how about you not allow fear to hinder you from engaging into and and from having conversations and creating all of these things this is what God will have us to do and be this is how we grow this is how we no longer are broken this is how we allow Holy Spirit to lead us by yielding to his spirit and trusting and who he says you are Don't allow fear to stop you. Remember that fear is in your head and God is in you. How can the two coexist? Well, I hope you were blessed today. Do me a favor, as you're listening to this, take a picture, add it on your Insta story, tag Leader Life and Brittany V. Watson to continue to get the conversation going and get the podcast even more exposed. I thank you all for who have been rocking with me, who have been consistently supporting. And I pray that you are not just supporting, but I pray that these podcasts are literally opening up a conversation within yourself that would allow you to grow and be who God has created you to be. Until next time, have a phenomenal day. Bye. Thank you for tuning into the Leader Life podcast. Please follow us on all social media platforms at Leader Life and visit our website at leaderlife.com.